We must constantly look at things in a different way. The Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast was created by two physical therapists out of the desire to learn more about the different educational roles in physical therapy and healthcare and how healthcare education works by talking with educational leaders and people with different perspectives within physical therapy and across interdisciplinary lines on how education can be improved to disrupt the status quo of healthcare education. This is our journey and thanks for listening. Are you a third-year physical therapy student that excels on tests when you have study guides, checklists, and deadlines? With all of the information available about how to prepare for the NPTE, it's easy to get disorganized and not feel prepared going into the big day. NPTE Prep Success is an online course that provides PT students easy-to-use study guides and step-by-step guidance through the NPTE preparation. To learn more, visit kylericeprep.com. Thank you again all for your continued support, and now for the show. All right. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Pollan, and today I'm actually live and so happy to be joined at the VPTA Central District Meeting for their November meeting, as I actually just finished presenting on podcasts as a means of personal, professional, and organizational development. And today, I am so thrilled to be joined by the entire group today of the classes. Today, we're actually just going to have kind of a fun, live, interactive episode to really just talk about um, education from your guys' perspective, but also because I also want to kind of gather, you know, some of the insight within VPTA as well. So what I'd like you guys, someone to do is forever, forever who would like, but someone would mind coming up and giving a little insight on how they got involved with VPTA or kind of how they got involved to where they are now, just to kind of give some insight on what, on what you guys have been doing. My name is Brandon Smith, another Brandon, physical therapist here in Richmond. Uh, how did I get involved in the VPTA? I would say a good answer to that would be, um, as a student, I had uh, great professors who were very involved uh, within our chapter, as well as uh, the, the APTA. We had a, a class uh, lecture one day where one of our professors told us to protect our mountain. Um, and from that really uh, got across the point to to protect what uh, those before us uh, came and did and also what we're, we're working on as students, um, protecting our profession and then of course uh, the, the patients that we're looking to treat in the future. Um, I realized quickly that you needed to be uh, you know, on the table and get involved or others uh, won't do that for you. Um, and I really found uh, value in being a voice for others that may not be uh, so involved. So I joined as a student and um, got involved with the Virginia Student Special Interest Group and um, since graduation have uh, continued my efforts. So how have you say that you've transformed personally from kind of how you, from when you first started with your in your role at VPTA and kind of where you're at now? I think transformation wise um, I've come from a very uh, introverted individual at times and you know our profession as a whole makes us be you know we have to be extroverts to um, get the point across to our patients and uh, promote a a good therapeutic alliance um, to uh, networking with others um, feeling comfortable in uh, situations that I certainly wouldn't have previously and you know uh, personally found uh, a whole lot of uh, value in that. 
since we talk a little bit more about healthcare education, I'm going to kind of pose our final question that we normally ask. So this is a free-for-all, this is open to anyone. So the question that we always ask everyone is if you could change one aspect of education, whether that be DPT, PTA, or otherwise, which aspect would you change and how would you change it? Yeah, sure. I'm uh, Chris Fosdick. I'm the secretary of the Central District, um, and I work around the Richmond area in a bunch of different capacities as a physical therapist. Um, so I don't know if it answers your specific question, yeah. but at least within healthcare in general, uh, the idea of having a common core curriculum amongst all of the different clinical disciplines, I think would make it easier for people to relate to each other. Um, just because you have like the physicians, the surgeons, the various flavors of therapies, you know, all the other disciplines, and everyone speaks a slightly different language, everyone comes at the same information from slightly different angles. So having across the board, I don't know how you would do this logistically at all, um, where everyone takes a common set of classes. So I can be like, hey, you remember that thing that we both took? Let's build on that from there, instead of having it from just completely different opposite angles. I'm Sarah Owens. Um, I'm a third-year DPT student um, through Murphy Demi College of Health Sciences with Mary Baldwin's program here in Virginia. Um, I'm a third year there, so this is my first kind of long clinical rotation in acute care. Um, so I have two kind of things. One thing that I have found really beneficial touching on the sub subject of interprofessional practice in our program, it's a very new program, so I'll be the third class that's graduating, so they've had a really you know, nice chance to look at like kind of the CAPTI requirements and making sure that while they're still meeting that, that they're kind of innovating and pushing the boundary on that. So we have a lot of practice with interprofessional practice within our curriculum. So in our building, it's kind of a smaller building, we actually do, when you first start anatomy, it's PT and OT students working together over the cadaver. Um, not only do we have, I think we have eight or nine different classes throughout the curriculum with OT students, you know, in lab, in lecture together. We also have classes with PA students, and we actually have some classes where you kind of work together between PT, OT, PA, all on a patient to come up with a common plan of care. Yeah. And it really helped a lot with learning what each different discipline kind of did and giving me something that was really helpful going into the hospital, especially now we do a lot of co-treating with OTs, so that was really helpful to know kind of their scope of practice, what's appropriate for them to do, what's mm -hmm. appropriate for me to do, and where I can defer to their ex expertise. Um, so that's been really helpful. Um, something that I think that as still a student and still learning, um, so I personally, when I graduated from undergrad, I had two weeks off, and then I went straight into DPT school. So. Yeah, it was a back-to-back -back kind of thing. Um, but I, doing that, I didn't have a whole lot of experience. So most of my kind of cohorts had been a tech somewhere. They had, you know, or, or a personal exercise trainer or something like that. Coming straight from, um, you know, straight from undergrad that I really didn't have that experience in the clinic or in the gym. And so I found that when I went out to my first kind of clinicals, I was like, I don't know what any of these exercises are. So I really had to like work on that and really do that. And like, obviously you get some, you know, instruction in that, but there wasn't just a, these are some exercises you can do kind of class. That was something I had to kind of pick up and, you know, take a little bit from each of the clinicians that I was working with. So mm -hmm. Just something to work on. So my name's Alan G. I'm a recent graduate uh, and currently studying for my CSCS and personal nutrition certification. 
Uh, something I would have liked to see have seen in the uh, curriculum, which I have no idea how they would fit it in. I think the curriculum is very fast-paced and very detailed as it is. Um, but learning, I th we did have one um, seminar on it on specializations and like residencies, how to, you know, like you talked about developing yourself um, as becoming more marketable. You know, as a recent graduate, I've found that it, when I'm looking for employment, it, it there's there are certain things that can help you stand out and uh, better your chances. So I think having being more exposed to that would have. Um, would have been great as a student. Access to healthcare is one of the largest issues facing both providers and patients, as millions of people worldwide lack timely and affordable access to healthcare. Anywhere Healthcare, a telehealth platform, is a simple, low-cost option for providers and patients that eliminates the barriers to access to all kinds of healthcare. To find out more, check out anywhere.healthcare, which is available on our show notes. And if you use the code HET in all caps when you email to sign up, you'll save 25% off the total cost. Thank you for attending class today, and we hope that you learned something and gained value from the content. If you'd like to schedule office hours with us, feel free to add us on Twitter at HET Podcast, on Instagram, HET Podcast, on Facebook, the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast, and the homepage, healthcareeducationtransformationpodcast.com. And for those of you following along in the syllabus, extra credit can be obtained by liking us, sharing us, and leaving a review. Let's continue our journey up Mount Educational Success as lifelong learners.